It's another Sunday night watching the superstars fight. You know it's what we love to do. Talking about NXT or WWE, and we can't forget about AEW. Viewers' choice on the North South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North South Coast. Viewers' choice on the North South Connection. North South Connection podcast listening audience, no so family. Welcome to another bright and shining edition, a little more polished than the last one of Viewer's Choice right here on the No So. I, of course, am one half of, I'm the co captain of this mothership that we call the live to tape hot take podcast. Well, not, maybe not hot take, but I might have something spicy today. I don't know. And as always, I am joined by my good, close personal friend and the co-host of the hit No-So podcast, WWE War with JT, that airs every other Saturday here on the No-So, Mr. Marcus. Marcus, how in the H are you, my brother? Mr. Tim, I'm happy to be here. I'm jazzed up. Uh, One thing that gets my uh, all-American red blood flowing is some good professional wrestling band and uh i think we've got a we've got a good one to talk about so you say you're psyched i'm amped are you pumped i'm pumped are you jacked i'm jacked are you electrified wouldn't go that far yet won't go that far but what we are here is we are here fresh off of the heels of boston massachusetts its own survivor series war games And I know we've got a couple of people in the no-so quad of pods, extended family, as I punch my microphone stand, uh, live in attendance, live in living color in the TD Garden, uh, to see all of the festivities live and in living color. But uh, Marcus and I got to watch it on the cock, and it wasn't that bad. Uh, Had some some good conversations uh, with some of the members of the no-so as well uh, as the festivities went on. But if this is your first time listening to Viewer's Choice, allow me to give you the skinny in 30 seconds or less. Marcus and I are here to tell you what's must watch, what's must skip, and who the MVP of every WWE and AEW pay-per-view from here until we're done doing podcasts. Um, but if we say it's must watch, we think that it met or exceeded the expectations going in before it. If it is must skip, it did not live up to the expectations that were set before the show began. That's not to say that the show, the match was bad, but we definitely want to save you guys the time and the effort to pick and choose. If you were to cherry pick this event. Now, I think a lot of people might have gone into this watching most of the card because of two simple words. uh, And it's not survivor series. It's war games. Uh, war games is that kind of one of those stamps of approval that kind of gets three approval points uh, added on to your score before you even start. It's very much Royal Rumble esque, mm-hmm. where oh man, war games. Even a bad war games is three stars. Like let's just watch it, right? And so we're here to uh, as best we can uh, to give you uh, an unbiased. A, a a a true view of what we just experienced, Marcus. If you could go spoiler free on the festivities, the card we saw tonight. 
Absolutely. As you said, this emanated from the TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. I believe this is Boston's fourth Survivor Series off the top of my head. A little fun fact. Uh, To kick off the show, we had, oh, I hate saying this, Team Bel Air of Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka, Mia Yim, and Becky Lynch taking on Damage Control of Bailey, Dakota Kai, Io Sky, Nikki Cross, and Rhea Ripley. AJ Styles and took on Finn Balor. Ronda Rousey uh, defended the SmackDown Women's Championship against Shotzi. Uh, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley all competed in a triple threat match for the United States Championship. And in the main event, sorry, that's a little bit of a spoiler, uh, the Bloodline took on the brawling brutes of Seamus, Ridge Holland, Pete Butch Dunn, Drew McIntyre, and Kevin Owens. Beautiful. Beautiful rundown. Um, where do you want to begin? Um, I will begin with the actual beginning of the show very quickly. Um, I thought the uh, women's war games match, I would give that a must watch. Mm. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed myself watching the match. And if you're going to put it on... Or check out something from the show. I would give it the uh, must-watch seal of approval from me. The the strikes were live. There were some people in the match that maybe looked like this wasn't for them, and they had instant regret. Um, but as a whole, um, I, I would give it a must-watch. I thought Rhea Ripley was once again super impressive. I can't wait to see uh, what the future holds for her um, because she has just grown by leaps and bounds. They have. Completely, uh, as we talked about earlier when we first started this podcast, there was a lot of rehab that needed to be done, uh, a lot of renovation needed to be done for Rhea Ripley. And uh, they have done that, and uh, the work is still ongoing. Um, just tremendous to see her continue to grow. Uh, Bailey has turned into one of my favorite performers to watch. Uh, she's just so solid, and she has a um, just a level of finish to everything she does. Uh, Bianca was an anchor of the match. Um, she's quickly crawling up my GWE uh, ranking. Uh, she's just an all-around fantastic wrestler. Um, and Dakota Kai and Eosky, uh, they, uh, they really brought it. They were great uh, supporting acts throughout this match. Uh, they brought an element of uh, teamwork and chaos to it. And uh, so, yeah, I think adding up all those parts. Um, of course, Becky Lynch uh, ended up being the, the big difference maker once she got into the match. Um, so overall, I thought it was a good story. Uh, it was cool to see the uh, superpowers of Bianca and Becky uh, kind of unite and prevail at the end of the match. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that's going to get a must watch for me. I'm not saying it's perfect by any stretch of the imagination. There's a lot of uh, suspect activity that goes on, but mm. as a whole, I'd give it a must watch. Yeah, I wasn't going to give it a must skip, but I was definitely going to give it the benefit of the doubt by not by going the uh, Bambi route and not say anything at all. Um, It is a war games match, and that is about all the positivity I can say, except for what you said. Um, Rhea Ripley, of course, all of those who you assumed were going to be excellent in this match gave you excellent. All of those that you thought were not going to be excellent in this match, they were not excellent. Mm. Those who you were out on and you were maybe wishy-washy as to what role they could play, they skewed more towards the negative for me. Um, 
you know, for a war games match when I am more, I am less interested in the majority of the people in the match. Mm. And it takes four people to really captivate me out of 10 pieces. Um, that's a little problematic for me. Um, I, I'm disappointed slightly in the other two thirds of damage control. I would have liked to have seen more out of Dakota and EO as kind of war games veterans in this match. Um, I don't know what kind of went on, whether or not, um, where where things kind of went i think i feel the match kind of gelled together pretty well when all five from both teams were in war games yeah once the match beyond started that is a long wait that is five plus three plus three plus three plus three plus three it's a lot of numbers somebody can do the math i'm not gonna it's too late but for me it's not must skip it's not must watch. It's just kind of if you're a war games fan and you can you're a war games completist, I'd go for it. But not my cup of tea, not my bag. Um one thing I will say is must skip, and this is gonna this might come off as blasphemy to some. Um, I would must skip AJ Styles and Finn Balor. I'm right there with you. Um, um it this match was fruit salad or fruit cake. This match was fruit cake, fruit, good cake, great fruit cake, nasty crap. Finn Balor, good AJ Styles, great Finn Balor versus AJ Styles plus the Judgment Day and the OC, nasty crap. I don't want to see it. I don't need to see it. And they, they, they did their part of being the only singles one-on-one male match on the card. They gave you something different. It just wasn't for me. It wasn't mm-hmm. there. And I feel as though if you're going to watch an AJ Styles versus Finn Balor match, go back to their TLC match that they had when AJ Styles fills in for Bray Wyatt, uh, Bray Wyatt when Bray Wyatt as Sister Abigail is off fiending. I don't know. Uh, but AJ and Finn in that match leaps and bounds better than this match and i don't know if it's just time or anything but the reason why i think it's it's really must skip is because this had a lot of hype going into it mm-hmm. i don't know if if it's because the oc really doesn't keep up their end of the bargain against how good the judgment day has been i don't know if it lacked if it was missing something because the female element of both groups was not there, um, it felt almost like less than for for both of those being that not being present, both Rhea and Michin herself, uh, Mia Yim. That is the only time you're ever going to hear me say that word in front of Mia Yim. Um, but for me, it's it's a, it's a it's a hard pass. Uh, not a non-preferred as well as a not up to expectations. What about I you, Mark? Was, uh, I expected a perfectly fine wrestling match between those two, and that's exactly what I got. Um, I thought some of the hype of it being labeled as like, oh, the athletic contest of the evening. I'm like, oh, 
you know, these guys have been around for quite a while. Uh, they're older and wiser. I think, I think they're gonna um, dirty up a little bit and uh, really keep this match grounded, which they did for a lot of the, a lot of the match. It was uh, there was some good limb work there. If you're um, a, a mark for limb work, it was all it was it was good. It was good. Like it was good, but I'm not gonna say like it's must watch though. Um, so yeah, that's where it falls for me. It was I thought it was a Exactly what I expected out of these two—a a very good wrestling match. But on a card title Survivor Series War Games, this one's just not for me tonight. Right, I get that. Um, to timestamp this, we are going live right now with the Survivor Series War Games press conference. Okay, uh, happening right now, hosted by Byron Saxton in a pair of light pink trousers and a very bold checkerboard uh, blazer but we're not here to talk about the post game we're here to talk about uh, what happened during war games um i'm gonna piggyback my must skip with a must watch and to me this is the most must watch of everything and it's the triple threat match with seth Mm. with bob lashley and with austin theory I think these three guys smashed it like all three, mm-hmm. even Austin theory, who I have not been high on at all. Um, theory looked like he belonged in the match with two legitimate future WWE hall of famers. Mm. Um, the finish was creative. Super excited for that. It leaves meat on the bone and uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm super pleased with, with everything there. And, uh, you may want to watch the press conference because the first person out with Paul Heyman is the honorary Oose, Sami Zayn. Uh, so, but Marcus, the triple threat match for the United States championship. Yeah. That's going to get the must watch for me too. Uh, you might say, or think, oh, triple threat match. I roll. I think the best triple threat matches are the ones that embrace the formula and embrace it and address the formula head on and then make the best out of it after that. And that's exactly what this match did. Um, I think it maxed out what a triple threat match can be without getting into uh, a lot of the a lot of the gratuitous like weapons and ODQ stuff. Like they got into the ring steps and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, with, without going overboard and getting into like full gimmicks, I think this triple threat match uh, absolutely maxed out at um, what it could be. Uh, so, yeah, I was super impressed. Bob Lashley looks great. He looks ready for a run versus the big dog. Seth Rollins looks to be back on his 2015-ish, but now he's not Seth Rollins of 2015. He's Seth Rollins of 2022. He's a smarter Even performer. Better. Right, he's a smarter performer. Uh, he's a better performer. And Austin Theory Again, undergoing renovations. Uh, we'll see what this does for him. Uh, I'm kind of sad Seth Rollins doesn't have the United States title because I think Seth Rollins is a guy, when he's in your mid-card, quote-unquote mid-card, um, your main event pitcher is pristine, much mm. like a Chris Benoit, a Kurt Angle, an Eddie Guerrero, a Chris Jericho. Uh, so curious to see what they do with him from here. Uh, he could also be somebody who's lined up for a run versus the big dog. Um, but yeah, looking forward to uh, whatever the aftermath aftermath is of this match for Bob Lashley and for Seth Rollins. Uh, so 
double double uh, must watch for us. Yeah, I think that the outcome of this match is very indicative of um what we're looking to expect come January 23rd to, or is it January 23rd, 2023, January 28th. January 28th, 2023 in San Antonio, uh the Royal Rumble. Uh having this the outcome here clears the deck for Sami Zayn or not for Sami Zayn clears the deck for Seth Rollins it clears the deck for Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. they now they have eyes on each other but now they don't have to worry about the United States Championship I mean they, they might still you know there's plenty of time between now and then um, but focus now can go towards the Royal Rumble and obviously each other they are two of probably I don't know what the opportunity line is on this, but I would I would I would safely assume that there could be uh, good odds on mm-hmm. Seth and or Bobby Lashley uh, taking the Royal Rumble championship, the Royal Rumble victory home. Um, but time will tell. I'm I am very curious to see how this new look Austin or Austin Theory, the now Austin mm-hmm. Theory. Um, how this will work compared to what we had when he was United States champion a few months ago. Um, very, very interested to see where that goes. Um, no offense. If you're here for Ronda Rousey and Shotzi Blackheart, we're not going to talk about it. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of our time is going to literally the main event of the evening, the men's five on five war games with the bloodline, the brutes drew and KO. Um, I was talking to Marcus in the pre-show before we went hot on our mics. People say people, people like to to tongue in cheek, say the WWE doesn't like to tell long-term stories anymore. Where is my WWE or my, where is my WWF from the late eighties where stories played out? over time and you get more and more emotionally invested. And I'm telling you right now, I'm not a captor of the moment. I am not lost in the, the present day. I don't have the sparkle and shiny of what's brand and new blinding me from what's happened in the past. I am playing the futures market and I am prognosticating into it. Hogan Savage needs to watch its ass. Undertaker Kane needs to watch its ass. Roman Reigns in the bloodline is going to be the greatest story WWE has ever told. Roman Reigns is already the number one greatest WWE superstar of all time. And in this War Games match, Roman Reigns set up not one, not two, but five Future number one contenders, five future programs moving forward. There are how there are more questions after a bloodline victory in Mm. war games when everything is all sunshine and rainbows for the bloodline. How there's more questions now than there were walking in. Let's me know that this is peak, peak WWE. 
They're on their ish, man. Um, what a, what a centerpiece Roman Reigns is for WWE. Um, I like you. I'm, I'm choosing to enjoy greatness and recognize greatness when it's in front of me um, instead of longing for it once it's gone. This was incredible. Um, they had done promos where Jay is talking to the tribal chief and where the tribal chief summons Sammy where Sammy comes into the tribal chief's uh, office area and they have a powwow. Um, the, when WWE is good, it's the best. Um, and this main event uh, for me uh, is evidence of that. And the fact that I'm somebody who thought that the good guys were going to win this one for sure. Um, just because, well, that's going to lead to more questions and like, well, right. who's going to get the title shot and you know, it's going to cause dissension in the bloodline. All those old talking points that WWE would have relied on in the past. That is no more with this. Um, we are seeing them take creative chances. Um, and I think it's so crazy that it's not just working. Um, but I think that we're going to work ourselves into a little bit of a shoot here because I think at one point the long game was eventually Kevin and Sammy teaming up to take on the Usos at WrestleMania and Mr. Tim on what is still November 26th, the year 2022, you talked about putting some money on some opportunities for January 28th in the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. I would like to put my opportunity money if he's in the match on Sami Zayn. And you could also put it on Jay. You could put it on Jay. You could put it on all five people that I had mentioned. Sheamus, KO, Drew, Sammy, Jay. Plus, you could put it on Seth, Bobby Lashley. Plus, you can put it on Cody Rhodes, who is MIA right now. That's eight people. That's a, almost a third of the Royal Rumble field mm -hmm. that you can legitimately, as of like right now, based on WWE active television programming, can foresee the Royal Rumble going through them. Yep. And that's what the beauty of this is. Like Survivor Series has definitely been a at least the main event has been a fantastic uh beginning of the paving of the road that goes through san anton and heads to hollywood for wrestlemania uh 39 um i thought everybody in this match brought it i was super i, I was in um i do pw scorecards i had Butch and Jay leading off for this. Um, I think that's the right call. I think every kind of decision that they made for this match was was really good. I think it, it's tough to compare WWE War Games to any of like the Jim Crockett WCW right. War Games is because of like there's two big differences of the element between the two. One is no top on the cage. Two is the addition and liberal usage of weaponry. Mm -hmm. um, you know, back in my day, the cage was enough of a weapon 
And if you wanted to get classy, you would hook your finger through a boot like Terry Funk and start swinging for the fences as soon as you get into the cage. Um, but all in all, the story they told at the end, as soon as they got five on five in there, uh, Roman digs his way out. Uh, and Roman doesn't have to do the dirty work. A Roman Reigns victory in 2022 in which he is not involved in the outcome. It was so good. Uh, the tale is old as time of Peter Griffin and the chicken, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. They don't touch for the entirety of the match until they touch. Mm-hmm. And then when they touch, it is the highlight of the match. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Highlight of the night. Yeah. It, it always is. It always is. And then a uh, tear to my eye after the match is over. Roman fully accepts Sami Zayn in. There's a big, big hug. And then Jay just gobbles Sammy up, lifts him off his feet, big hug. And the bloodline is as together as together can be. And I'm and in my head, I'm just like, okay, when's the shoe going to drop? Because yep. nothing is nothing lasts forever. Okay. Nothing. It's it's perfect now. Right. This is the end. This is the end of Camelot. The bloodline will never be as high as they are right now. Yeah, probably not. Um, you know, especially not how away often- from the story, not taking away from the story. I'm saying storyline wise, this is the last time. Everyone is level set. Yeah. Um, to see one of the closing shots was uh, you got the bloodline, but Sammy's in the middle. Right. Um, that was that was huge. And uh, the go home shot was the tribal chief and Sammy uh, eye to eye. Um, like you said, level like everybody's the- level. The lineup of the the lineup of the bloodline tells me everything I need to know. So Sammy's in the middle. To the right of Sammy is Roman. To the right of Roman is Jay, his mm-hmm. right hand man. On the other side of Sammy is Jimmy is, uh, is solo. solo. It's solo, right? That's all I need to know. Solo is sheltering Sammy. And we've talked about this before. I think we talked about this during clash of the castle. Uh, you can go back and listen to that. If you didn't watch that show, um, all that's all on the North North South connection. Um, go back and listen, but solo is here for a purpose sent by the elders here to make sure the bloodlines doing bloodline stuff. Uh, it is fantastic. And, Man, I got I have nothing but positive things to say. Um, very different than how I felt when I watched Full Gear. Um, this, this is a more concentrated night. Um, the WWE pay-per-views, they've kind of zagged while AEW has zigged. Um, and again, that's the four or five pay-per-view format compared to 12 or so. Um, but yeah, it was a very concentrated and focused night. And... Um, it paid off. The efforts definitely paid off, in my opinion. Right. And, you know, give credit to the creative division of Triple H. Um, 
fingerprints very heavy on this, even from like a promotional material standpoint. Triple H loves his Ozzy Osbourne. Triple H loves using war pigs. Um, and it's, um, it's definitely fun. It's not, it wasn't super heavy handed. It was just a little heavy handed. Um, but so I guess my question I'll ask you before we get into who our MVP is, do you foresee survivor series becoming the home of WWE war games moving forward? And like, this is the wrinkle now that WWE will put on survivor series to make survivor series a viable mainstay, big four, big five, uh, premium live event. Um, I know that over the last few years, especially since it's been, um, been centered around the, uh, brand on brand or battle for brand supremacy, mm-hmm. quote unquote, that survivor series has kind of been flat. RIP seven, seven years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Um, and while there are great moments, um, it's it doesn't really mean anything because they also timed the WWE draft like a month before Survivor yeah. Series. So going back, reiterating the question again, do you think this is the new home for WWE War Games um, or is War Games going to be special and not every year? No, I think for probably the next three years, I think they run it consecutively, um, especially if they're not going to have a December pay-per-view. I think the this is a way to make Survivor Series a big event once again. Um, but the booking's a big part of that, man. But if Triple H has shown one thing uh, amongst his booking patterns, it's that he loves a heel stable to book around uh, and to offshoot things from. So, you know, I don't know if next year will it still be the bloodline, perhaps. Um but I mean the the three NXT war games they all had the undisputed era, so um, I I think that shows what the future is going to hold for uh, at least the main roster um, for the Survivor Series moving forward. Awesome. So we've given you the must watch and the must skip. Who's the MVP of the night, Marcus? I gotta give it to Sam Zayn, man. Uh, this was his night. Uh, you know, it's right there again. He's level on this night with the big dog, with the tribal chief, the head of the table, Mr. Smash him, stack him, uh, Mr. Ooh, ah, it's got to be Sam Zane as far as I'm concerned. What about you? I'm going to go Sammy Zane as well. Um, nobody has nobody shined as bright as Sammy Zane did this evening. Um, did a, did a lot with maximizing his minutes. Um, made every moment that he was a part of count and exceeded expectations in that final sequence. Sure did. With Jimmy and Jay and KO and Roman. Mm-hmm. Um, just great storytelling. Yep. Like just, and the emotion on Sammy's face. That's one thing we didn't talk about, but just after he knew what he did, and after the match was over, you could see the heartbreak in Sammy's eyes, knowing he like stabbed his best friend again. Mm-hmm. 
But as soon as he got validation from Jay for everything. Right. He'd do it again. I, he's like, this is why I did it. This is exactly why. Um, and you love to see it. So that is everything for us. I think we are all done for viewers choice until the Royal Rumble. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, yeah we will not be doing NXT. We will not be doing Ring of Honor. So I believe we are off until the Royal Rumble Saturday I like- night. I feel like we might give you a um, one more show, one more viewer's choice before the end of the year is out. Um, I, you can only assume to guess what that conversational topic will be, um, but it will definitely be in the vein of a couple of other projects that happened on the North-South Connection on the Quadipods. Um, but I think our own little take will be equally as good. Um Thank you so much for listening uh, to us on the North South Connection, NorthSouthConnection.com, or not so, NorthSouthConnection.podbean.com. Uh, subscribe to us on all your podcatchers of choice. Um, we are so thankful to have you guys uh, listening to all of our stuff, uh, podcasts that drop on the regular every day, spanning the shooting the gap of all things wrestling, pop culture, and beyond. Um, with you know, new gen on a mission and WWE war and wrestler that was, and you know, the Jenny position stuff and ruthlessly aggressive. There's just, and I'm missing so many other shows. Um, we thank you guys for your listenership. We thank you guys for being loyal to us. And I know at least for us, even though you may not hear from us again until 2023, We thank you for everything for 2022. We look forward to a stronger and brighter 2023. Um, If you want to follow us on social media, you can at T and M shows. It's where you can find uh, all the podcasts that Marcus and I do, um, including this one, WWE war three CT and our other podcast, final wrestling place, which is on the soon to be named network, soon to be named network.com soon to be named soon to be named network.tumblr.com. Uh, with podcasts like this, uh, at odds with wrestling, uh, we need wrestling so much more, uh, at STBN network on Twitter is your spot for that. If you follow, want to follow us, uh, individually on social media, you can at not the tool man for me on Twitter at the wrestling speakeasy for Marcus, if you know, you know, and we will see you guys back in 2023. Uh, check the feed. In case you see a little bit more from Viewer's Choice, we'll let you know, and you'll see it on uh, all the social medias as well. Uh, But remember, whether it was dating back to the Royal Rumble of 2022 until Survivor Series today, it's one thing has always remained the same. The choice is yours.